Hey, today we're going to talk about inner child work, inner child healing, getting in touch with your inner child. We're going to be talking about this. We're going to dive into what it is, what it's not, how to know that you can benefit from this type of work. We're going to answer the question of, is it scary? Is this something that I even want to do? As well as the beautiful benefits that can come out of doing this type of work. Hello and welcome to Piece by Pieces. I'm your host, Ashley Hutt. Thank you for joining us today. Today's episode is a little bit different because this was a video that I did, a live training that I did on Facebook back in January of 2023, all around an introduction to inner child work, inner child healing, getting in touch with your inner child. And it's such good stuff. I wanted to get this out here on the podcast as well. And since this was recorded live, there are some live interactions, some reading of comments and and such. It's also been edited to remove names of people and things like that, personal information. And there's so much good information here. So stick around. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Inner Child Wisdom healing, something that, um, that I'm really passionate about and that, um, I would love to spread more awareness of the, um, impactful power of this type of work. What is inner child work? What is inner child healing? What is all of this stuff? Um, so first this is, this is kind of information and, um, knowledge and wisdom that I have, learned in um, more structured formats from certifications and courses and things like that. It's also information that I have gained kind of organically through my own healing journey and doing um, different tools and listening to my intuition and like following different paths that are shown to me um, and then combining that because I'm, um, I'm also a professional engineer. I don't do engineering work anymore, but that's basically like a professional problem solver and like data collector and dot connector and all that kind of stuff. So it's very analytical, of course. So I'm able to like take all of this information and really mold it together into something that, that I feel is uniquely me. Maybe, maybe I have a unique take on this. Um, and maybe, maybe it's a similar take as many other people, you know, with the whole like collective consciousness type of thing where we all kind of move in the same direction. Um, but so I'm curious, where are you with inner child work? Is it something that you've done some of? Have you done a lot of it? What kind of inner child work have you done? Is it something that you've just like heard of and like wanted to know more? Or is it something that you just heard of, but you're like, what is that? I'm curious. I want to know more. Or, you know, where are you with this whole topic? So like I said earlier, this was recorded live, so I was getting live interaction from people watching it on Facebook. However, I am still curious of your answers right now to these questions. And throughout this entire podcast, your feedback, your feelings around this, anything that you would like to add, reach out to me on Instagram at slowdownsunshine. Send me a message. I am always open to connecting with my listeners. So go and find me there. Now let's get going again. There are so many different paths. There are so many different um, tools and practices and ways of accessing this type of 
work. <laughs> I don't know another word to use. Um, and so many different ways that it can be benefit, um, can benefit us because, you know, we're, we're all individual creatures, incredibly unique in our own usness, right? And there's seven and a half billion people alive right now. And, you know, countless that have been alive in the past, of course. And um, each one of us is like this totally unique universe of ourselves. So anyway, without getting too weird down that, I actually um, mostly regression work on my childhood. Cool. Trying to change my story behind it. Yes. Excellent. Um, most of the um, wounds, I'm guessing, wounds are from your childhood. And I'll get into that too. And that's totally normal. And, um, and amazing that you are now aware of it because, yes, wounds, are, <laughs> um, it's because we all have them. Every single person alive right now has them, but the majority of us are unaware of them and being aware of them and even the, how it happens in, in our own paths and whatnot can make us, um, not only a healing of ourselves, which of course impacts the people around us, but it's also, it creates this pathway of, um, like radical compassion that you can then have for other people too, because you know the things that have gotten all jumbled up inside of you that you've healed. And you can only imagine that everyone else has something like that, that is literally making them be the way that they are and say the things that they do and, and behave the way that they behave and get in their own way and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I also want to add that like, that doesn't mean that we're here to fix anybody. And that doesn't mean that we're here to um, endure abuse from, from anybody else because that's their own wounds. But it is, um, it opens a door to us to be able to be like, that's their stuff. It has nothing to do with me. Right. And it creates that separation, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> it's a whole other topic. So I actually dug around last night because like I said, um, my understanding of inner child work is, um, kind of my own unique experiences and, um, in education and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I was curious, like what kind of the, the rest of the world <laughs> thinks inner child healing is. And I looked at a bunch of memes, um, and according to inner child work memes on the internet, inner child work is buying all the things that you wanted as a kid, um, going to all the places that you wanted to go as a kid, going to Disneyland and McDonald's and whatever, um, reliving your own childhood dreams through your kids, <laughs> through your own kids, <laughs> um, throwing tantrums and acting out all the anger that you repressed as a child, um, burning shit down, playing video games all day, staying up all night, sleeping until two, uh, drawing on the walls, eating candy till you puke, you know, all the things that you weren't allowed to do as a child. Um, so that's kind of what the, inter the internet thinks inner child work is. Um, and I'm not saying you can't do those things and I'm not even saying that there's not benefit to some of those. Um, but it is so much more than that type of stuff. It's so much more, um, more foundational to you. Um, it's deeper than that. It's much more impactful to your life than that. Um, like I said, more foundational. It's like, you know, you've built your life, um, on this foundation that you were 
given in your childhood that um, isn't complete. No one's is. It's not complete. There's holes in it. There's some parts that are cracking. There's some that are totally irregular. Like this foundation is not structurally sound. It's not complete. It's not stable. And, but it was what you get, were given, right? And you've built your whole life on top of that. And now you're like working hard to like keep it all together at the top, right? And like maybe you've experienced like whole chunks falling off. And you're like, shit, <laughs> you're like building that back up. And you're like, ah, oh, you're rebuilding this part of your life. You're rebuilding that part of your life while trying to build everything back up. And it's a lot of effort where even all that building and rebuilding, it's still on top of that shaky, incomplete foundation at the bottom. Okay. So that's how we get these patterns that appear in our life over and over again, whether it's financial patterns, um, you know, constantly being broke or getting money, but then losing it all or spending it all or whatever, or relationship patterns, like one crappy relationship right after the other, you know, getting together with the same guy or the same type of girl over and over again, or jobs, employment, or business related stuff, or your health, your weight, your physical health and things like that. Um, does that sound familiar? <laughs> does anyone watching here have patterns that they've become aware of in their adult life? So what is my take on what inner child work actually is? My take is that I gotta be able to read all my stuff here. It's accessing parts of you that you are not consciously aware of and responding to this new information with beneficial use in the now. So there's parts of you that you are not consciously aware of. And it's not that you've consciously forgotten them or anything like that. You simply don't know that they're there. They're either things that are so familiar and comfortable to you that are always been there that seem like common to you now that you don't even know that you can't even see. <laughs> um, or they have been hidden from you for a reason in your mind. And it's becoming aware of that. And then having this like new bowl of information about yourself that then you get to choose what to do with in your now life, in your grown ass adult life. <laughs> See, I've got some comments from dating unavailable, dating unavailable and un, um, emotionally unavailable narcissistic men, codependent relationships, habits, abandonment issues. Yes. <laughs> so it's becoming aware of something in your life pattern or um, in your life today that isn't the way that you want it to be in any of the aspects, right? Lifestyle, finances, relationship, um, business, fulfillment, success, purpose, um, all of those things. And that's noticing that at the top of the structure that you've built your whole life, <laughs> but it, instead of rebuilding it and like striving and like trying really hard to keep it all together and to build something firm and stable going up, you go down to the foundation and you find the aspect of that that's affecting your life now. And you have the power to heal that or to make it more stable or to become a piece of that, to fill in the gaps, to give the little you foundation what little you needed back then. 
and that can be incredibly variable and completely unique to you. So you find the wisdom to expand the understanding of yourself, of your thoughts, of your patterns, of your behaviors, of your tendencies, of your patterns. Did I already say patterns? I think I already said patterns. <laughs> and the reality that you've so far created, right? And to go back, create that solid foundation, and then you can build up with more ease and intentionality. So that's my take on what inner child work is. And there's many different ways to go about this, like I said before. Um, but how do you know that you need this? Or that this would be a beneficial um, use of your time or something beneficial for you to do with your life? <sighs> well, let's look at you and your life right now. Do you battle guilt? Abandonment issues, codependencies, detachment, extreme independence. Do you battle with guilt? Do you feel um, the feelings of guilt? You know, whether it's mom guilt or son guilt or partner guilt or daughter guilt, um, dad guilt, you know, parent guilt, professional guilt, um, you know, even like guilt to people that you don't know, like in the grocery store, like feeling like you, like, you know, oh, I'm in their way or, oh, I need to get out of, you know, like that type of stuff, like not taking up space, being fearful of that. Um, are you really hard on yourself? Like, are you your worst critic? Can you never live up to your own expectations? Are you constantly disappointing yourself and feel the disappointment of others? Um, do you struggle with procrastination? Or perfectionism or do you feel stuck or have you ever felt stuck um, paralyzed like in your life or your relationships or your professional life um, your own business have you um, do you struggle to make decisions do you um, like make your pros and cons list and like research everything so that you ensure that you're making the right decision are you worried that you're not making the right decision are you pretty certain that you're just gonna screw it all up are you <laughs> you, you feel like that you're not doing it right do you seek the advice from others about everything you know what do you think i should do are you constantly asking that or even periodically do you fear that people are going to leave you judge you reject you if you aren't who you perceive that they need and think that you should be or do the things that you think that they think you need to do or be or um, aren't performing in a certain aspect <laughs> that they will that others will judge you reject you leave you and you'll be all alone and it'll be all your fault are any of these things resonating with anybody um, do you feel like you should have known should have known I should have known I'm such an idiot I messed it all up God, I suck. And what's your inner dialogue? How do you talk to yourself? On good days and bad days. Um, do you struggle with feelings of shame? Do you hide parts of yourself? Are there parts of yourself or your past or whatever that like you don't you don't share with people? You don't want anyone knowing that stuff. Do you struggle with that? Um if you're in a room alone, this is a really interesting thing to like take with you today. <laughs> is if you're in a room alone, like doing you things, you know, whatever, and someone else walks in, do you respond? Do you like sit up straight? Do you 
smile? Do you change your face? Do you do you shift your windows around or put, you know, take down that video or press stop or turn the volume down or anything like that? Grief. What is it that you're grieving? Where do you hold resentment? Do you have any regrets? What are your regrets around? Do you overeat, undereat? Do you have yo-yo dieting issues? Um, do you self-sabotage? How do, how do you self-sabotage your, your health, your finances, your business, your relationship? How are these patterns in your life? Um, do you feel unseen, unheard, and misunderstood? Do you feel all alone? If any of these, and even way more of these, because there's way more of the ways that this stuff manifests in our life, um, then you could benefit from inner child work. <laughs> um, because we all have these things. We all have these things at some level. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone. I don't believe that any one of us has ever, like meaning every human being that has ever walked this earth, I don't believe that any of us graduated out of childhood with the solid, complete, unshakable foundation of everything that we needed to know emotionally, physically, mentally, uh, intellectually, financially, you know, any of the, any of the areas of life that none of us came out of childhood with literally a solid foundation in every aspect of our life. I just don't believe it's ever existed. So you're not alone. <laughs> we all have this in our own unique way. Um, so if you struggle with any of that, you're more powerful than you know. You right now are more powerful than you know. And you can transform and improve these different aspects of your life. And some of these tendencies, some of that stuff that I just listed, the, the guilt and the shame and the indecisiveness and the repeated detrimental patterns in your life, you know, some of that stuff with this type of work, some of that stuff will disappear. And it won't even be a part of your life anymore. And some of that stuff will fade. And then some of the stuff will maybe not go away, but your level of awareness around it will increase so much that you'll catch yourself and be like, ah, oh, I'm doing that thing again. I'm doing that thing that I do. And then you can consciously redirect and change that behavior. Yes, to all of this sounding like me, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, unfortunate is a judgment. Um, you know, it is what it is. And like I just said, you know, we're all, we're all on this boat. We've all been in this boat. Um, and we're, we're at different stages of all this. So, um, it just is right. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just kind of how it is in that at any given moment when we, when we acknowledge that, then we are empowered to take the next right step. In whatever manner that is, it doesn't have to be inner child work. There's lots of patterns and, or lots of paths um, to this. As I used to need validation, reassurance, now I validate myself. Exactly. Overthinker, not anymore. I never felt seen or heard in my childhood, me neither. So, is inner child work all bad? Or sounds scary. I don't know why I would want to do that. Um, it's not all bad. I've, I've observed many people very hesitant or fearful of doing inner child work, um, whether they know that something happened in their childhood that they don't want to 
relive or re-experience or feel or acknowledge again, or they worry that there's something that they don't know about consciously that they may uncover, um, and they don't want that either, <laughs> or that they, um, that it just feels too heavy, that it feels sad, or that it'll uncover, you know, a bunch of anger that they've repressed their whole lives, or maybe they're fearful that it will, um, you know, ruin their relationship that they have with their parents or siblings now, or that this work will like alienate them further from their own family or, you know, a million other fears and worries that, that I didn't just list. You know, I've even, there was a podcast I was listening to several months ago and it was this very well-known and coach and, you know, kind of personal development type of leader. And she was saying that like, oh, like inner child work is something I haven't dove into yet because, oh, it just seems you know, scary and heavy. And I'm just not sure that I'm ready for it yet. And I was like, wow, like even, even her, <laughs> she's like scared, scared of this. But, um, it's, um, it's not all bad. It's not all bad stuff. It's not all bad stuff that needs to be fixed. Um, but that fear, it makes sense. Um, and it's, it's just a mindset. It's just one perspective of, it's just one perspective and it's a fixed perspective because what if, like, what if doing this inner child work brings you in the now grown ass adult you, what if it brings you more love than you ever knew was possible or more peace, joy, or connection, passion, fulfillment, success, purpose? What if diving into this type of work completes you. I don't really like that because we're all complete, but like, what if it forms this more whole feeling in you? Um, what if doing this inner child work actually improves the relationships with your parents and your siblings and your family? It may not, but what if it does? What if you doing this inner child work not only breaks the chains of generational trauma for your kids, but what if it like retroactively breaks generational trauma? Meaning like your healing activates your parents' healing and your siblings' healing. What if this is the most beneficial work that you could do? So no, it's not all bad things that need to be fixed. Um, it's also things that you knew as a child it's also things that you knew as a kid that you may have forgotten in your adult life. Things like how to play, how to be joyful, how to be yourself, to not try to be anyone else or something that you're not, how to ask for what you want and need, um, how to open up to people, how to make friends, how to learn new things, how to fail gracefully, but get right back up and try again, how to walk away from things that you're not interested in, things that aren't for you. Maybe it's being reminded of those things too, things that are foundational as well to our whole being, 
but that aren't necessarily valued as adult um, aspects in today's culture? What if it's being reminded of those things from our inner child? Being reminded of your courage, being reminded of your ability to make decisions, being reminded of your compassion and your kindness. Because it's those things too. And even the bad things, even the, the bad things that could be in your past, um, more often than not, way more often than not, they're not occasions of violence or sexual abuse or divorce and deaths. Um, they're more often than not, they are not those kind of big things that are really scary, um, that a lot of us don't want to go back and look at or even risk <laughs> finding. Um, they're not those big bad things. It's the everyday things. It's the small things. It's the common things. It's the kind of like family structure and culture that you grew up in. It's the words that were used. It's the, um, the expectations that were placed. It was the responses to you being a kid, um, and doing kid things. It's those things where we weren't, it's not necessarily the things that happened to us, but the things that we lacked, the things that didn't happen the attention that we needed, the love that we needed, the care that we needed, the patience that we needed. It was those things that have the greater impact that we still carry with us. Um, it's kind of like the difference between like a PTSD from a singular event and a CPTSD, you know, the complex kind that is, was little abuses or traumatic things over longer periods of time. That introduction was really what I mostly wanted to cover today. The background behind this work and how it happens and how it's beneficial. The roots for me lie in neuroscience, quantum physics, woo-woo stuff, philosophy, and even biblical guidance. That all of these things intersect and um, what I've uncovered is that, that they're all intertwined and that it's really kind of all different facets of the same thing that we use different words for. Um, and that's, I'm going to dive into more of that on Wednesday, the neuroscience, the quantum physics, um, philosophy, and, and even biblical stuff. Um, I have more of that here, but I don't want to get into it. And then I'm going to share some real life my own personal stories and some other examples from my work of just like the different ways that this can be in your life. Um, and what it means, like I said, this is so unique and individual experience doing this, this type of work. Um, but hearing the different examples can start to get the wheels turning for you and what you can do. And then on Friday, I'm going to present um, lots of different concepts and ideas and ways to dive into this type of work from, from very small time commitment type of things to more bigger, like deep dive type of stuff um, so that you can 
start putting some of the stuff into practice for yourself and the different, um, lots of different tools that are out there. And yeah, and that's kind of it. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today and listening or watching to this episode 14 of Piece by Pieces. Now, I have so much more information and guidance and exercises and stories and all of the stuff to add to this inner child work conversation. It is my, it's my, it's my jam, babe. So I'm actually preparing a course right now that'll be a self-study course of multiple different modules going into different aspects of how this work works. How does it work? Where does it come from? And uncovering these pieces of it. It will be informational, educational, and it will also have exercises of leading you through this work. Exercises and journaling activities and interactive things to, to do, for you to actually do, to really start to, to dig in and, and heal these parts of yourself and regain your confidence and clarity of purpose and life and all of those good, gushy things. So keep listening to the podcast and go find me on Instagram at Slowdown Sunshine to keep up to date with how that's coming along and um, so that you'll be notified when when the course is ready for you to dive into. And thank you so much for listening and watching today. I love you. Have a great one.